Uh, what a show, what a show, what a show, what a show we got for you today. It's really quite a show. Oh, really? Is it quite a show? Oh, yes, it's quite a show. All right, enough with the English chit-chat. Let's get on with the wonderful show. Hi, this is the Harland Highway Podcast. I am your host, Harland Williams. And uh, quite the show today. Oh, my gosh. We are going to be playing some uh, clips from my other podcast, Let's Have a Fight. Uh, another podcast that is available to premium members, but we're going to give you a, a free sample today of some of the moments from that podcast, trying to encourage you to join up to our premium membership. Also, uh, we're going to be talking about the whole epidemic of drones. Drones, drones, drones. Do you own a drone? Do you want a drone? Do you re really even need a drone flying around you? I don't know. We're going to talk about it. And then a very serious topic uh, towards the end of the show, we have a special guest, uh, Lieutenant Colonel uh, French Commander uh, Tom Dowdy from the U.S. Army. Uh, he's going to be on here sharing his thoughts about uh, interrogation, waterboarding, terrorism, all the stuff that's been happening in Europe and, and how we could possibly prevent it and should we or shouldn't we torture I don't know. We'll find out on the Harland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Will? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> what is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Okay. Is it just me, or am I the only one missing? Okay, Roger. Roger, thank you. Shut it off. Shut. Am I the only one missing the drone phenomenon here? Is, is it just me? Because, because everywhere I... Roger! Everywhere I read, everywhere I look, it... Roger, shut it off! Shut the damn thing... Everywhere I look, it's drone mania. Do you know what I'm talking about? Drones, these, 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 these little things, they have helicopter propellers, and they're, size, they're the size of a pizza. They're like pizzas with propellers. And they can fly up in the air, and they can hover, and they can... And, you know, I'm starting to see shops popping up. Like, I, I drove by, like, the drone store the other day. And I'm, I'm thinking, is there, is there really that much of a demand for a drone? And I'm reading articles on, uh, you know, on the internet. It's like the fastest growing sector of the technological, uh, you know, it's the drone market. Get in on the drone market. Buy some stock. Drones are, are taking over. Drones are the next. Roger. Drones are the next big thing. You've got to have a drone if you don't. Roger, shut the goddamn drone off. What's the matter with you, man? I'm trying to talk. 
So my point is, like, like if everybody's buying a drone, what, wh- who needs it? Like, wh- wh- what are you doing with a drone? It's like, you know, I really could use a, a $2,000 shot of the roof of my car. Because these things are like two, three, four, five grand. And it's like, who the heck? Roger. I'm going to ask you for the last time. Shut the damn drone off, would you? Stop it. Turn it off. God. I mean, these things aren't cheap. They're not They're not a cheap. It's, not, it's kind of a toy, but it's not a toy. It's kind of a high-tech toy. And I, I, I just don't know how, how many times in a year would you use a drone? Well, I just bought a $3,500 drone, and uh, finally, yes, finally, I'm going to have an overhead view of the roof of my house. Do you know how long I've wanted to see the roof of my house? What? Google Earth is free? Wait, what, wait, what, what's Google Earth? It, you, it's a satellite imager that you, I can look at any, I can look at anywhere in the world from an aerial point of view. Oh, damn it. I mean, that's my other big question. It, it's, it's like, you know, Google Earth, you can, you can go anywhere, type in an address, and you've got an aerial view of, of anywhere on the planet. And so the concept of a drone flying up and down and, and you know, uh, you know, I'm talking about personal drones. I'm not talking about military drones. I'm not talking about the drones that Amazon wants to use to deliver stuff. Those serve a practical purpose. But for you and me and your neighbor, seriously, how, how often are you going to use the drone? You'll probably use it about as much as you use your dental floss. Now, maybe... Roger, maybe you're a photo guy. Maybe you're... Turn that damn thing off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Jesus, man. As I was saying before Roger rudely droned me out, maybe you're into photography. Maybe you're a filmmaker, okay? Maybe you're a weekend photographer. Even so, even if you, you know, if you're one of these people that that uh, takes video or has a GoPro or takes takes pictures, and let's face it, most of us think we're that person. You know, we buy the GoPro, we buy all this stuff. Like, oh man, I better get a GoPro for when I do my parachute jump, which I never end up doing. I better get a GoPro when I go swimming underwater with sharks in the Bermuda Triangle, which I never end up doing. I better get a GoPro for when I do four flips in the air when I'm snowboarding, which I'm never going to do. Like, you, we've all created this this uh, fake, illusionary, alter life that we have where we're all daredevils. Most of us are afraid to jump over a puddle when it rains, and everyone's got this kind of this romantic notion that if they get a GoPro, suddenly they're going to turn into like James Bond and be ski jumping over alligators and wrestling with the you know anacondas in a swamp. Well, I'll put the GoPro on my head, 
And maybe I'll uh, go to Africa and punch a lion in the face and, you know, I'll get it all. Wait till I show my friends. Cut to your GoPro. You know, I, I got to be honest. I have a GoPro and it's, this isn't even a joke. I have a GoPro I bought two years ago. It's sitting in my house. It's still in the damn box. I, I haven't even opened it. I bought the strap for my head. I bought the, I bought the, uh, the extension pole. I, I bought the underwater casing. Yeah, I had all these, I had all these notions that I was going to go to the moon and I was going to, I was going to be a scuba diver. And I, you know, I kind of put the, the cart ahead of the horse. And suddenly I'm just a guy who likes to sit on the couch and eat uh, ruffles with French onion dip. And I don't really want to film that. I just want to relax on my couch. I don't want to rock climb. I don't want to go down whitewater rapids. I don't want to I don't want to skateboard off the edge of a roof just cuz I bought a camera. I wonder I wonder how many people have broken their bones and totally damaged themselves cuz they have this romantic notion that they're going to be GoPro daredevils. So I'm thinking if you don't even use a handheld camera, what what how many times are you going to use a damn drone, man? I'm just going to let it run through. I'm not even going to Go ahead, Roger, run your drone. Oh, oh you're happy? You done? You happy? Idiot. Um now, I can see the, the practical use for drones, you know, but like I said, it's, it's more for professionals. Like I did a comedy special a few years ago. I don't know how many of you saw it called Force of Nature, where we actually shot it out in, in the desert up on a big hill. And we actually employed a helicopter and a helicopter pilot. And, and they shot the special like circling around me and it was noisy and it was loud and it, it was really fun, but you know. Nowadays, you could probably just buy a drone for for a fraction of the cost and just fly the drone around. So I get it. There are reasons for it. And if you're a filmmaker or video maker, you know, maybe. But but seriously, how often are you going to do it? How often does one need an aerial shot? Okay, so here's the scene. We're all at a picnic. And David reaches over for a corn on the cob. And Karen reaches for some watermelon. Now, it's a nice tight shot, but we're going to do it two times. The first time, we're going to do a land camera. And then the second time, everybody, nobody look up because we don't want to tip our hat. But we're going to shoot it from overhead from about, I don't know, 90 to 150 feet up. So really reach with that corn on the cob and really let us see you pass the watermelon so we get it from up above. Uh, Delo, Delo. That's a new catchphrase I invented. It's duh and hello. Delo. You can use that if you want. I think it's pretty good. Uh, Delo. <laughs> I like it. Um, so. Oh, God. You see, not only are drones annoying, but the. the just the noise they make. It's like it's like a swarm of mosquitoes. Turn it off! It's like a swarm of mosquitoes buzzing around. Um, 
So I don't know. I'm I'm just talking out loud about the practicality of drones. And 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 lastly, I'll say, as if there aren't enough invasive devices in our in our private lives, you know. Now everything you can do, you do. Somebody could you know photograph it or videotape it or email it or Facebook it or Twitter it. It's so hard to be private anymore. And the last thing you need to be doing is you know. Waking up in the morning, walking out into your living room in your tidy whiteies, your guts hanging out, your hair's messy, and a freaking drone floats up at your living room window and films you. Or you're out sunbathing in the nude, or you're skinny dipping in your pool, and all of a sudden, hey, what the hell's that thing? Is that a giant? What kind of bird is that? It's kind of flat, and it's got, its wings look funny. Looks like there's propellers on it. Wait, what the hell? So there you go. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Are are the drones really necessary? Do we need them? Are you wasting your money? I could drone on and on about it, but I won't. I'll let it land right now. I'm a mannequin. That's what I am. I'm a mannequin. Uh, well, I'm not a mannequin. I'm I'm, I'm just a man. I'm a man, and uh, as a man, it's my job to be manly and bring you comedy. Um, I want to play a little clip from uh, my upcoming, uh, my other podcast called Let's Have a Fight. This is a podcast you can only get if you're a premium member to the Harlan Highway. It's a complete separate podcast from this one. And uh, it's unbelievable. Basically, it's uh, it's two comedians or two actors or two funny people basically having a full-on verbal brawl. It's three rounds, and uh, they're given topics by the mediator, and they just go at it. They go at each other. And uh, I want to uh, play a little uh, sample clip of the next upcoming fight with comedians Adam Ray and Brad Williams. And uh, these guys, they got into it. I think uh, the first topic uh, they fought about was uh, killer whales. Should should killer whale shows be allowed or not allowed? L- listen to them fight it out. Oh yeah, what a great idea. A killer whale show. Yeah, let's take an innocent creature that had nothing to do, no aspirations of swimming for money in front of millions of people, that they get nothing but fish that they could already get in their own natural habitat. Let's pull them out of their home, away from their families, and put them on display. How would you feel if you were six years old and somebody came in to your little uh, preschool or tree, wherever you were taking? math and they pulled you out and they put you on stage and they said hey dance you little bitch and they hey, said and put, they on a sh- me, put on a sh- put on a show shut up food? shut up put on a unlimited show food oh, unlimited food adoration that you could get already oh yeah for sure and you loved it yeah and where's your family by the way do you are you okay just not seeing them ever again <laughs> Of you a didn't family get to of say- killer whales? Yeah. They're killer whales. I don't trust being around them. Oh, so you don't I, I trust love, your family. Okay. I, would lo- I would love to be away from them and, <laughs> sure. and being taken care of and massaged every day. And massaged. Day. Have and- all my medical expenses covered of course. by and the, you used by to the be swimming, world. And you used to be swimming and living in a giant ocean. And now and now you're on a tiny little pool. It's like if you were sw- sleeping on a giant king-size mattress and then the fucking bad guys came in and pulled you out and put 
put you on a tiny little diorama to sleep on, a children's diorama. And you can't go outside that diorama, otherwise we're going to shoot you with a harpoon, you fucking dancing bitch. See? <laughs> wow. That was just one of the fights. That's just a small little segment of it. And uh, the boys also got into it. Uh, the argument came up. When a man and woman go out on a date, should the man pay for everything? As a man, I should be able to provide for my yeah. family. I should be able to be provide for the, for the woman that I love. And she should be able to sit back, relax, and understand that I've got this. I've got wow. it taken care of. You There's other ways that you me. can say that you've got it. You don't need to just show it through financial, monetary ways. You can show it through hugs for opening the door when she walks into her car or van or bus, wherever you're getting your, <laughs> wherever you're paying for the tit job that she's getting. Wow. Okay? Look, women have rights and voices and money too and let them pay baby let them pay wow, it sounds As like Al maybe you're, you're it's a little sexist or something what he's it's saying it's incredibly sexist that, that sounds like the woman is gonna pay if she goes out on a date with Adam Ray, she's, she's going to pay money. And, he's got and, a and point, then, and then yeah. She's, and, and she's got to, to pay with her self-esteem, and she's going to have oh. to pay with all her friends knowing that she's going out with a pussy. Oh, dude. Look, just... she, she doesn't have to pay every time, but she can pay once and see what it feels like. Wow, is wow. That, is, is that how you convince her to do anal? <laughs> just do it once, babe. Wow. Just do it once, and let's see what you know it feels what? You... like. Oh, and it just kept going. Okay, we live in a, in a culture and a space and time where, you know, it's not just a man's world anymore, okay? We, we as women... <laughs> oh, wow. We as women... Hey, oh, wow. Hey, now I'm, I know you have a vagina. I'm defending, and I'll play with it on air. We... <laughs> We Man, also. This studio is pretty dusty. You should get it out, out your apron and your and your oh, dust mop and take whoa. care of this, Alice. Yeah. Oh, the Alice I'd, I'd, bomb you just know what? dropped. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a sample of that fight, and then uh, the the other topic that came up in the Let's Have a Fight podcast is uh, should should parents be allowed to spank their children? Listen to this. Well, it's funny you bring up ramifications, Chris Brown, who thinks it's okay to hit people because that's what you're teaching your child. If you hit them as a kid, then when they grow up, you're like, yeah, I could hit people. That's okay. My dad did it to me. So, so when my girlfriend burns the toast a little bit, she's going to get the back of my hand. Is that the kind of world you want to create? Clearly, you were beaten wow. over burnt toast, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Sounds like it depends on your product of your environment. Yeah, if you're a parent who's just beating for the sake of beating, yeah. Yeah, if you drop a glass of milk and you get punched in the dick, sorry you were raised in that household because that's not fair. I'm talking about getting punished for things that make sense. So there you go. That That's just a little, little sample of uh, a full, you know, podcast that is just, it's just so much fun to listen to. It, it's so much fun to hear these people go at each other, to fight for their point of view. And uh, after each fight, the moderator has to, uh, you know, dissect each fighter's fight and and try and figure out who won the fight and award the win and you'll be amazed to hear who won this round of a let's have a fight very very unexpected ending uh, but the only way you'll find out is if you join our premium membership and here's the best part it's only twenty dollars not a day not a month a year $20 for a whole year, okay? That gets you the Let's Have a Fight podcast. It gets you every single archived episode of the Harland Highway. 
as it stands now, you only get the the current fifty. If you uh, if you join the twenty dollar uh, premium package, you get all seven hundred and fifty. That's a lot. Plus, you get my live stand up. You get special interviews and segments with my guests and yada yada yada. So please uh, jump on the premium content. You can you can get it at harlemwilliams.com. Going to my podcast link, or you can go to your app store and just type in the Harland Highway app and download it, and it will uh, it'll give you a menu selection to join the premium. Only twenty dollars a year. I do appreciate it. It helps helps me do all this crazy stuff. And uh, the people that are on board are just loving it. I want to thank all you premium members. Uh, So there you go. Uh, The next Let's Have a Fight with uh, Brad Williams and Adam Ray coming up very, very soon uh, next week. And I wouldn't want you to miss it. All right, we got that out of the way. Let's, Let's keep motoring here, baby. Let's keep motoring. I'm Floyd Burney, the rockabilly boy. Don't you understand? All right, well, let's let's uh, shift gears to something a little more serious uh, and a little more tragic. I, I hate to even talk about this stuff, but, you know, we've had these horrible terrorist attack, uh, attacks across Europe and Paris and Brussels and Belgium. It, it's just, it's not ending anytime soon. And... Uh, and of course, we've we've had various politicians take different stances, and it's hard to know who's right. You know, you have politicians that say we will not torture to get information out of terrorists, and then there's other people who, like Donald Trump, said that you know we had the guy in Brussels, had we gone beyond waterboarding him and tortured him, we probably would have got information. Uh, in between when he was caught and the three or four days before the uh, the friends of his or his accomplices blew up the airport and the subway, and and it's it you know it's an interesting dilemma because you you start to go you know there could be some truth to that, or maybe uh, you know they're barbaric they're barbarism is forcing us to become more barbaric. It's almost like you got to fight fire with fire. Now I'm not an expert in, in the whole arena of war, but we do have a gentleman who's, uh, served our country, uh, honorably. Uh, he's a, he's a veteran who did, uh, time in the Korean uh, theater he also uh, participated uh, in Vietnam. He uh, ran a platoon, and I think he did. I think it was seven tours of duty in the jungles of Vietnam. So a very seasoned uh, war veteran, uh, Commander uh, Colonel Left Lieutenant Senior uh, Corporal uh, Tom Dowdy. Uh, is on the phone with us to talk about, uh, you know, the uh, very touchy area of interrogation and and how to prevent terrorism. Are you there, uh, Inspector General, uh, First Lady Tom Dowdy? Uh, Yes, yes, I am, civilian. How are you today? Uh, Doing great, uh, 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 Lieutenant uh, Colonel. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. You are very welcome. 
Uh, so I think you heard my intro there, uh, uh, Commander uh, Dowdy. And uh, any any uh, thoughts on on what I was saying? Well, uh, thank you for uh, finally letting me speak, uh, civilian. Well, it's it's not. I had to intro the bit, sir. If you don't mind, I'd like you to stand down so I can talk. Um. Okay, sir. Thank you, civilian. Now, I spent many, many months and years buried tits deep in the Vietnam jungle. Okay, civilian. And I witnessed firsthand. I witnessed my men getting tortured. I myself have been tortured. And I, in turn, have tortured those little Vietnamese monkeys. Sir, sir, if you could not, I, I know you went through a traumatic experience of life and death, but if, if we could just leave kind of the racial comments, I know this is a passionate uh, a thing for you. Are you telling me I can't call those little Vietnamese people monkeys? Sir, I'd, I'd rather not. The war was a long time ago. Monkeys. And now I'm going to ask you to stand down, civilian. I will call a Vietnamese monkey a monkey if I have to. And if I have to, I will peel a banana and eat it right on your show. Just to spit in the face of those little monkeys. So, sir, if we could just kind of focus on what we were talking about, the... The torture, do you think that waterboarding is is too excessive or, or not enough in the case of preventing uh, or thwarting uh, t- modern-day terrorism? I would go way beyond waterboarding. Waterboarding is for little pussy private schoolgirls. All right? Waterboarding is if you're a boy, a little teenage boy, and somehow you ended up on the all-girls field hockey team wearing a little pussy dress. Sir, if you could just kind of leave the kids out of it. Did you want an answer or did you not, civilian? Yes, it seems like you stray off a lot. If you had put as much time as I had crawling through the rubber trees of Vietnam late at night, poisonous snakes crawling up your pant leg, slithering into your groin, coiling their sleek, wet bodies around your testicles, just wrapping them tighter and tighter. Tighter, tighter. Their little tongue flickering on the tip of my penis. Their poisonous sacks just ready to bite my big pink python. Sir, if you could just focus on 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 the the, the topic at hand, the waterboarding. I told you, civilian. Waterboarding is too good for these animals. I would go way, way, way beyond waterboarding. I don't know if you've ever baked a lasagna. Uh, Most lasagnas are about four layers deep. That's waterboarding. I would bake a lasagna 15. 
16 layers deep so that you could bury a Volkswagen Beetle inside that son of a whore. That's how deep I'd bake my lasagna, and that's how deep, civilian, that's how deep I would torture these sons of whores. Sir, I'm, I'm a little confused. Are, are you suggesting that the comparison of the, the layers of a lasagna is... I can't believe I'm... The, 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 the deeper the lasagna, the deeper the torture? Bingo. B-I-N-D-O. And Bingo was his name, civilian. Hello? Yes, sir, I'm just a little confused. Lasagna, bingo, how exactly would, would your torture methods go beyond waterboarding? And, and first of all, are they legal and do they work? And are they, they in compliance with the Geneva Convention? I, well, what, what are your techniques to, to elicit uh, information for, from, from terrorists, to, to, to get data to prevent future attacks one word civilian are you ready one word yes I'm ready I think you better sit down for this one civilian sir I am sitting down I'm at at my console where we're recording the show don't raise your voice to me civilian or I'll come over there with my Swiss army boots and bury them so deep up your ass Sir, if you could just tell us what your torture techniques is. One word, civilian. Teletubbies. I'm, I'm sorry, sir? Teletubbies. What, what, did you say Teletubbies, uh, Colonel, Lieutenant Corporal, French C- Corporal Dowdy? You heard me, civilian. Maybe you want to take the rice cakes out of your ears. Sir, stop with the monkey stuff. What do you mean, Teletubbies? I'm going to play something for you right now, civilian. I want you to hear it real good. And I want you to understand that if you were being confined in an interrogation center of the United States Army, the United States Marine, or the United States Air Force, if you were in an interrogation center... I played the Teletubbies theme. Are you talking about the, the, the kids' TV show, the Teletubbies? Correct. That is a go, civilian. That is a go. Wait a minute. You're telling me... Would you just let me play the song? You go ahead, sir. Sir, what, what? Okay. This is this is the the, the the beginning of the Teletubbies song. Just listen to it, civilian. Imagine yourself strapped to a chair in a boiler room in the basement of the United States Air Force Base. Teletubbies. Come to play. 
Okay. Sir, I... I think maybe... Okay, sir, if you could just cut cut the song, I I, I think we get what you're saying. It, it it's it's through the course of repetition, and it, it I got to agree, it is it isn't it. It is a horrible song, and I I, I can see how it could be annoying, but I don't know that it's worse than waterboarding, sir. No, I'd, I'd, I'd rather not, sir. No, I'd rather not. Sir, if you could just shut that off. Sir, I, I think we get the point. I'm not sure that that would really uh, work in, in a practical world. I, I, I get it that maybe it's annoying, that it, it, it's, uh, you know, it could get repetitive. It could probably get on your nerves, but... Time for sir! Sir! Do you mind? I really think you're reaching for it here, and I don't think anybody really is going to be affected by the the Teletubbies. It just doesn't make any sense, sir. Can you not? Can you, sir? 
Lieutenant Colonel Corporal, can you not play this song again, please? I'm not getting an itchy scalp and my eyes aren't bleeding and my and my Your asshole's starting to burn. My asshole is not starting to burn and can you watch your language please? Are you telling me that your scalp isn't tingling and the bottom of your feet feel like there's nails going through them? No, they're not, sir. Alright then let's keep going, civilian. No, 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 no! Are you, excuse me, sir? You heard me. This song will give me any information I need to know. I asked you when was the last time you masturbated civilian. Sir, that is disgusting. I think you, you, I think you're just living in a fantasy world. No, 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 please stop it, no! Alright, alright, it was two weeks ago, alright? Holy shit! Bingo. B-I-N-D-O. Gotcha. Good lord! And that's why I'm a U.S. Marine. Black Ops. Navy SEAL. 43rd Platoon Vietnam. And you are a civilian. Come, now, come on, that's... I don't know how you did that, Lieutenant French Inspector, Colonel, Commander, First Staff Sergeant, Dowdy. That's why I do what I do. And you do what you do. So let me play it one more time. You know what, sir? We really got to go. Thank you very much. Uh, this was a colonel. No, 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 no. This was Colonel Lieutenant French Dowdy, uh, Lieutenant Major Sergeant Tom Dowdy from the U.S. Marines. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Roger, hang up on him. Hang up on Hang up on him. Hang up. Roger, hang up, please. Hello. Goodbye. La, la. Hang up. Ding, 
Winky Winky. Roger! Say goodbye! Hello. Goodbye! God! Hang up! God! Holy crap! That was humiliating! Why didn't you hang up when I told you to, Roger? That was one of the most embarrassing phone calls I've ever been... Hang up on him! Hang it up! Jeez! That's one of the most embarrassed. I, I can't go on. I'm just humiliated. I'm flustered. And, and that's it. That's it. We're ending the show right here. Freaking Teletubbies. As a torture technique. And I hate, I hate to admit it, but it actually worked. God. All right. Let's do some announcements. I can't take it anymore. I, w- I want to remind everyone uh, the comedy party is uh, April 7, 8, and 9. This is a great stand-up comedy show with me, Polly Shore, Tom Green, and Bobby Lee from Mad TV. All four of us under one roof uh, touring the Midwest April 7, 8, and 9. Three great, uh, wonderful theaters. Um, incredible. Uh, we're going to be in Rialto Square Theater in Joliet, Illinois, April 7th. The Coronado Arts Center, Rockford, Illinois, April 8th. And the Five Flags Arena in Dubuque, Iowa, April 9th. So please, please, please get your tickets. If you can't make it and you have friends or family that live in those neighborhoods, please let them know they do not want to miss the comedy party. All four of us on stage at once. One night only in each City. Also, uh, the following weekend, uh, April 14th to 17th, I will be in Brea, California at the Improv. This is a beautiful uh, comedy club just outside of Los Angeles, about uh, half an hour, 35 minutes outside of L.A. Uh, April 14th through 17th, the Brea Improv. And then the end of April, the last weekend in April, starting on the 28th, I will be in Edmonton at the West Edmonton Mall at the Comic Strip. Great club. Always, It usually always sells out when I'm there, like every night from Thursday to Sunday. So I'm not even joking when I say get your tickets now. Uh, that thing just goes. People people love it. It's great to be back, uh, back in Canada and just ripping it up. Uh, then as we go into May... Uh, it'll be uh, May 13 and 14th in New York City at Gotham, Goth- Gotham Comedy Club, incredible club. Uh, get your tickets all online at harlandwilliams.com. Just go to my stand-up tour link and just click on the date, and you'll be taken right to the uh, ticket page where you can buy your tickets, and uh, you know you won't be disappointed because it won't be sold out. Um, also, while you're at the site, you can uh, leave me an email. There's a contact uh, link there at harlanwilliams.com if you want to write me anything or if you'd rather call and leave me a voice message, 323-739-4330. The, the phone rings about six times before my machine picks up. I'm trying to fix it, but uh, don't be... Um, don't be... Uh, what the fuck is the word here? Don't be... Not perturbed. Don't be 
I can't think of the word. Damn it. Don't be... I don't know. Just hang in there. Well, well, the phone rings. It's probably about as long as it took me to, to, to find that word. It's just, it's one of those words. It's on the tip of my, and you guys are all saying it to yourselves right now. This is the word. This is the word. Um, but I can't come up with it. So, uh, leave me a message. Three, two, three, seven, three, nine, 43, 30. While you're in, uh, in the uh, website, harlowwilliams.com, check out all the, uh, the stuff in the store. We have great, uh, merchandise we will send out to you. And then, uh, also please get our app. Please download the app, the Harland highway app. So you have the, the, uh, podcast on your phone at all times. And as I said earlier, if you're a premium member, you will get all the bonus material, including my other podcast, Let's Have a Fight, uh, and the next fight with Adam Ray and Brad Williams coming up very soon. So you don't want to miss it. Future people that should be on the show, I'm talking to uh, Bill Burr, who I'm going to have on Let's Have a Fight, and uh, many other great comedians uh, to come throughout the year. So... Um, it's very, it's really worth your while. 20 bucks a year. Um, and, uh, that's it, man. I hope you, uh, you enjoyed, uh, the show and, uh, we'll leave it right there. My mind's a little messed up from what, uh, Colonel Lieutenant Tom Dowdy did to me. I, th- I think his, his torture technique kind of short circuited my brain a little. I'm having trouble finding words. But uh, you know what? We'll leave it there. And uh, until next time, everybody, be safe and chicken chow mein, baby. Time for Teletubbies. Time for Teletubbies. Time for Teletubbies. Time for Teletubbies. Dinky Winky. Pinky Winky. Dipsy. La la. La la. Ho. Teletubbies. Teletubbies. Say hello. Hello. <laughs>